Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Cobiello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I am Deb Coviello and I am so excited that you have decided to join us. If you are a returning listener, thank you. Thank you so much for your loyalty. And if you really, really enjoy these episodes, don't keep it a secret. Share with others. We want to expand the Drop-In CEO community. And If you are a first-time listener, a sincere thank you. I would love feedback. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. Let me know what you think about these podcasts, if they give you value. And if you have ideas on topics that you are thinking about or are part of your career challenges, please reach out to me. I am always inspired by the Drop-In CEO community and bringing your insights to these conversations. Now, a couple things. I just want to talk a little bit about what's going on in my life. I came off recently a wonderful, wonderful vacation with a parting gift of a head cold for which I delayed recording last week's episode and this week's episode so that I could hear myself (laughs) as well as not have a hacking cough. And we are on the mend and I am grateful for that, for focusing on my health, getting rest, deleting a couple things from my schedule so that I could show up the best that I can for you. And I am also exercising some of those skills that I've been talking about in the past, asking for help, (laughs) delegating, and delaying things. And this week, oh, my husband, you've heard about me, my husband, Dan, he offered to do the food shopping today and bring home the groceries so I can do food prep and we have healthy meals for the week. And also, you've heard me talk about my dog, Reagan. We are actually starting to get a dog walker for him because he needs to have his exercise. And sometimes we are so busy, we just do not have the time to do that. And lastly, I had to look at my calendar this week. And while everything seems important, not everything actually is. So I focused on my most important priorities, asked for forgiveness and delayed others. A few people it worked, a few people it didn't. Networking is important, but sometimes when we have to focus on clients or projects, we need to delay certain things and not feel so bad because we need to not be overwhelmed. Now, the theme that we're in now is staying focused on our goals, staying focused on what we are trying to achieve. But I am so inspired by a topic that came my way, and we actually haven't dug into it deeply, but I call this week's episode Pitfalls of the Open Door Leader. Now, pitfall. Deb, why do you call it a pitfall? Being an open door leader sets me apart. I am accessible. I am here to solve people's problems. Yes, but (laughs) we will go deeper into this because being an open door leader can be a superpower and it could also be your detriment. But quick shout out to the drop-in collective. This last month's group that showed up was very engaged, an inspiring conversation. They asked hard questions of me and also brought forth their issues of, again, 
One of them being being an open door leader and having great pride in being that kind of leader. Now, it is a superpower. Let's acknowledge that. But ultimately, superpowers, when you overutilize the superpower or strength and you focus on your team too much, you fail to focus on you and your goals. I'll say that one more time because it is so important. What is a superpower of yours that people admire you for can also be a detriment in your demise. Because if not properly managed, you will fail and get stuck and not achieve the goals that you're seeking. And that's why the drop-in CEO brand exists. That is why the drop-in CEO collective is here to help amazingly talented leaders who find themselves getting stuck, have not had the opportunity to hone in essential skills that will separate you from being that tactical leader to being a strategic C-suite leader. And so, Let's go into this a little bit more deeply. An open door leadership style. I will actually start from a place of it is a formula for failure. Quality versus quantity of your accessibility will benefit both you and your team. I'll say it one more time. Quality versus quantity of your accessibility will benefit both you and your team. Now, full transparency, my story. I am an A1 personality, super achiever, results-oriented. That's how I was able to move up all through my career. But I will tell you, there was one instance in my career, I'm not sure why I got off track, but I procrastinated. I didn't get some of my objectives done, and I got a below-average performance review. Never, ever, ever. In my career, did I ever get a below target? And sometimes when these things happen, you say, how did this happen? Now, you knew you were overwhelmed. You knew you had a lot on your plate, but you never expected the inevitable to happen. And I swore after that, and it was trying times. I have shared the story before. It was very trying times for me, but I swore I would never, ever have that happen again. I took courses. I learned about decision logic. I learned about prioritization. I learned about Eisenhower matrix. Look that one up. It's about prioritizing what you need to do. And we'll go into it in a little bit, but I will tell you, these are the things that bog you down. Issues, emails. Do you have a minute? We need to respond to all these inputs, but do we need to respond right away? I would get emails all the time. I would acknowledge the input. I would confirm them. But there are great things that you can do to ask if they need to be done now or could they be delayed a week. Sometimes we do need an open door policy because business is real time and you can't say, "Mm, don't have time. But just know that these are opportunities for you to reprioritize and also maybe train your people that if you have an open door policy to be very concise and qualify the issue so you can quickly triage and respond most efficiently so that interruptions are resolved and managed quickly. This is kind of what I finally moved into before I left my corporate job that enabled me to effectively manage a team of six direct reports, over 100 indirect reports, and 25 interested parties. Now that's a lot of input 
And I'm sure many of you have that kind of lineage that you have to manage. So please, please listen to what I'm going to share with you very shortly about a framework for not having pitfalls as being an open door leader. But I'm going to first turn to you. This is the time for reflection. Is this you? An open door leader that has time for everybody else and not yourself. Do you fail to stay focused? What messages does this send to your team to have an open door all the time, but you are overwhelmed and not getting your work done? What message are you sending to yourself? It's okay to be in service to everybody else, but I'm second. I'll get to me later. Think about it. I'm being a little harsh, but this is a conversation you and I are having right now, and I want you to internalize and reflect. What message does it send to your team, and what message are you sending to yourself? Open-door leadership needs to transform into self-leadership. Self-leadership, discipline, accountability, and a different operating system. Now, we are two months into this year, and if you are already behind on your goals, you might as well write off the year. Deb, why are you being so hard on me? Listen, I don't want to be hard on you, but I do want to be a realist. I've been there. If you let the train leave the station and don't get a hold of it very quickly, and you don't change, potentially, you're not going to be set up for success. And there is a side effect here of the impact that it has on your people. And I know you don't want to have this. So what I would like to do is I'd like you to take a moment, get a pencil, get a piece of paper, get a post-it note, walk up to your whiteboard, pull off the side of the road and, and think about a framework that I'm about to give you. I wanted to take a moment to remind you that a recent study showed nearly 60% of leaders feel depleted at the end of the day. And this feeling is a key indicator of burnout and makes it difficult to lead and inspire others. If you've ever experienced that restless exhaustion, you know why CEOs are amongst the most likely candidates for experiencing job frustration. I wrote The CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track, to confront those feelings and create a plan that is sustainable for you and your organization. I created a seven point assessment that will help you figure out your problems in days, not months. And it includes so many resources, worksheets, videos, and much, much more. If this is you, please head over to my website, dropinceo.com and click on my products, The CEO's Compass, and order yours on Amazon or other outlets. And now back to the conversation. So you need a framework to help you with self-leadership versus having the pitfalls of being an open-door leader. A lot of this I have shared with you before, but today is this topic, and I'm going to bring together some of the best advice. Now, you may have systems that you can work on. I do want you to just ask yourself first, are you ready for this? Because if you can't discipline yourself to enlist these tactical things that you can do to be more efficient, then I'm wondering if you are meant to be the leader that you're aspiring to be. The buck stops with you. Now, if you want to move on, let's proceed. Time, 
This whole framework is about time. You have precious time. There's only so much time on this earth. There's only so much time you should allocate to your work, serving people and your goals because there's a whole another life that you have in service to yourself, to your family, friends, and community. I want you, one, clean your calendar of commitments that you don't need to attend. It's hard. People revere us. They want our input. But do you really need to go to all the meetings? Can you send a delegate? Do you no longer need to attend those meetings? Can you share your input in advance? Could you have a weekly or monthly one-to-one with that person to learn the outputs of those meetings and perhaps then collaborate offline? You can and have control over your calendar, clear out commitments that you don't need to attend. Now, we talked about the open door policy and being in service to others, whether it is your direct team or others and or interested parties. It could be if things are not urgent, you get an email, you get a phone call, please acknowledge people. Don't ignore them. We have to work with humans and maintain relationships. But potentially start setting up a one-on-one schedule at a frequency that will enable you and the other party to manage the issues that arise over the week or the month and set up some kind of repository, a spreadsheet, a Word doc, et cetera, and document those issues for which then when you do come together, you can focus and bang out those ideas and issues in much less time than if you addressed every single issue one by one. And by the way, somebody could have sent you an email last night and then you go to respond and engage with them now. They might not have time now. You're disrupting them. And you have to assess every situation. If you can delay something after you've acknowledged it to a formal sit down or one-on-one with that person, you will be much more effective. Now, number three, after clearing your calendar and getting one-on-ones organized with all of the interested parties, then you need to discipline yourself. And I suggest you put heads down time, block out time when people know not to bother you. Put it on your calendar, make it visible so that people know that during these two or three hours, two days a week is your creative time to focus on your project. Now, there's a caveat. Emergencies happen. You can interrupt these times where your head's down, but just know you need to reclaim that time and get back to the things that are most important. And if you commit and show people that self-discipline, they will know not to see you, not to come to bother you at that time and schedule outside of that heads down creative time. And next, open door time. Again, it may be difficult to schedule, but no, based on your energy or when it's best, maybe as a suggestion, you can let people know open door time for you is early in the morning and end of the day. That first hour, you're going through your emails. People can feel free to stop by your office, give you a quick update. You can walk around, talk to people by the coffee, by the water, what have you. Consider the first hour and the last hour of the day as your open door time because you probably don't have meetings and you probably have no longer any energy to create or work on your goals. These may be perfect times when there is something important that people feel comfortable and freely to come and see you. Now, there is an added benefit, and this is the part two of managing your time within this framework. It's behavior. The side effect of you having self-discipline, self-leadership while keeping an open-door policy. 
The side effect is people will model your behavior and replicate it. They will see what better looks like in terms of self-leadership, focused time for their work, time committed to other people in order to get the other activities done. People will see your behavior and model it. You don't have to teach them. You don't have to show them. They will see it and they too may adopt the same things. Quiet time, open door policy. They may also set up structured one-on-ones when you can dedicate and focus time to collaborate with somebody. So that's it. Manage your time better. Manage your behavior better because others are going to see it and you become the leader others want to follow. You will not have the pitfalls of an open door leader. You will have self-leadership. Now, I hope this is helpful, but it's not about me talking and you just listening. I've been told my voice is very soothing. It might lull you to sleep. I'm not sure because it's so soothing. Hopefully not if you're driving. My voice, I've been told, is very impactful. But this time we just spent together is about you you developing the skills for success this year to stay focused and not fall into the pitfalls of being an open door leader, have self-leadership. And if you are a senior leader and you already have these skills, congratulations. What about the person on your team? What about that peer of yours? You have the ability to leave your legacy and make a difference. If they lack these skills, might you share the framework? If They don't have the capacity or capability to develop the skills. Could the drop-in CEO be a resource for you? Remember, I talked to you about having the courage to ask for help. If we don't have the time to coach others, coach ourselves on our teams, and mind you, we're here to elevate the collective so that we're all successful, consider the drop-in CEO as your resource. I'm very reachable. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, direct message me. It is me answering those messages. It is not an admin. I am not that big yet to be able to disconnect myself from the people in my network. I offer that to you. Let's just quick have a few questions go back and forth. I'll leave you a voice message on what I think. I would love to have a conversation with you direct. But if this is not possible, I offer you the Drop-In CEO Collective, a once a month forum. We're putting out our new dates very shortly. If you want to learn more, direct message me. Let's get you on my mailing list. You will never miss an opportunity to know when the next collective is. This is an opportunity for you to come forth, learn something new, meet new people, have some spot coaching on topics just like this because the collective, not just me, the collective is here to help you succeed. Now, I've shared this with you. The next thing, it's you. I want you to pick up a pen and paper, look at what your schedule is, write down those things that you need to do in the next week in the next month, maybe tomorrow would be a good idea because I don't want you to forget these principles. I want you to be successful. And if you don't have time, I would, again, ask yourself, why not? Why don't you have time to invest in yourself and elevate your skills so that you can be successful, not be overwhelmed, and enjoy the things that you love to do? Now, if you can apply this framework and do it yourself, I am so excited for you and I can't wait to hear about the results. Please reach out to me. Tell me how you've employed some of these frameworks. I would love to hear how things have worked. Um, It inspires me to move on. But if you do need a little extra help, reach out to me on LinkedIn, join the Drop-In CEO Collective, 
visit my website, dropinceo.com. I have a contact page there. You can reach out to me there and let's just have a conversation. I care about you so much. I was once you struggling to get ahead because I didn't have the skills that I needed to get to the C-suite. I want you to enjoy the work that you're doing and be the C-suite leader of tomorrow. And with that, I wish you much success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.